Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Man, what a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Praise God. Praise God, praise God, praise God. God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. Hallelujah. What an amazing day. Open our Bibles to 1 John. And uh, we're going to just jump on down here to verse 5. Well, you know what? Let's just start with verse 1, shall we? 1 John, verse 1. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked at and our hands have touched, this we proclaim concerning the word of life. Uh, the life appeared. We have seen it and testify to it. And we proclaim to you the eternal life, which was with the Father and has appeared to us. We proclaim to you what we have seen and heard so that you may also have fellowship with us and our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. We write this to make our joy complete. This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you, God is light. In him there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live out the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his Son, purifies us from all sin. If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just, and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If we claim we have not sinned, we make him out to be a liar, and his word is not in us. Hallelujah. Man, I love the word of God. I hope you find it refreshing yourself. I hope you find it as a, uh, uh, something that inspires, motivates, and defines life within you. Praise God. But here the Apostle John writing this letter, uh, him along with his followers, that he's traveling with his traveling companions and he writes this letter and the thing I want to illustrate here is he's writing a letter to believers this is not a letter being written to unbelievers it's a letter being written to believers and I want you to realize that we are all going to mess up we're all going to sin we're all going to make bad choices from time to time Walking in the wickedness is, cannot and is not for the believer a state of existence. This means you cannot give yourself to the Lord and then just walk in sinful ways. You cannot, as he writes it, walk in the darkness. You cannot. You cannot... If you claim to have fellowship, writes John, if you claim to have fellowship with him, speaking about God, and yet walk in darkness, we lie and do not live out the truth. You cannot live in sin and claim to have fellowship with God. Sin is what 
fracture separates us from God. It is what it is what fractures our fellowship. It is what uh, distances us from God. Sin. Now, admittedly, there is some sin in our life where we struggle with that's unintentional. Uh, If you refer back to a message I uh, released here, I don't know, uh, a month ago, we are all sin addicts and we're all in recovery. Every believer is a recovering sin addict. This is a part of who we are. It's a part of uh, our life. Just about the moment uh, that we think we're doing good and we don't have sin in our life anymore is when we find that we've fallen flat on our face. And once again, sin has visited itself upon us. But there is a difference between the unintentional sin, the sin where we stumble and fall, where we get back up again, and the sin of choice, where we choose to remain in that sinful place. There are times when your mind will go to the wrong place, your words will speak the wrong kind of words, your actions will be not an imitation of God, but they will be a rebellion against God's word, against his, uh, his righteousness. It is at that time that we must see what we have done, acknowledge what we have done, repent from it, meaning we turn away from it. We do not continue on in it, calling ourselves, oh, well, you know, I'm just human. Well, God made me this way. That's not the way God made you. You were made in the image of the Lord. But sin has compromised who you are. And Jesus died that you could be forgiven of that sin because it is that sin that separates you from God, your creator. There is not a single one of us without sin. Not a single one of us who is not capable of sin. Don't think you could ever be the person who could never do that thing. Don't pass that kind of judgment. Praise God that that thing, that thing you find so revolting is not in your resume of sin. But don't think you are beyond that sin. One thing I have observed traveling all over the world, meeting all kinds of different people in different cultures, and under, and learning to understand the corrupted nature of mankind, is that there is no evil, no wickedness, no foul sin that is beyond the capacity of any man or woman. Given the right set of circumstances, 
it is not a stretch of the imagination to find yourself in the middle of the very thing you say is absolutely revolting. We could debate that all we want. But the truth of the matter is, the sin nature of man knows no boundaries. None. So we cannot look at the person who has sinned and with a pointing finger and and condemn them. We can rejoice that that sin is not in our resume. We can thank God for that. But we do have to deal with the sin that's in our own life. Oh, but Mickey, I'm a believer. I'm a follower of Christ. I've already given my life to Christ. I'm redeemed, one of the elect, one of the redeemed. I am a saint of the Lord. Praise God for that. But you are not without sin. And you are not without the ability to sin. We must always be vigilant against sin in our life. And quick to recognize sin in our life. As a follower of Christ, we must recognize that there is nothing more valuable, no treasure greater than our relationship with God. That restored relationship being restored through the very shed blood of Jesus. It is that blood that purifies us from sin. If we claim to be without sin now, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. As John writes, we must, as the as as the uh, uh, the author writes in in Psalms, we must reflect upon ourselves throughout the at night. Search ourselves, our heart. We must continually search through ourselves for sinfulness. And destroy the least bit of it so that it does not take root, does not gain a root within us and grow. There will always be temptations among us. We will walk always in with surrounded by temptation. You cannot isolate yourself from temptation. We always have a choice to make. In every situation, in every circumstance, there is always a choice to make. The choice is, do I stand for what is righteous before the Lord? Or do I give in to the temptation and do what is unrighteous before the Lord? We have a commitment. We have made a commitment and have a responsibility from that commitment we made a commitment to God to follow him when we surrendered our life to him when we accepted the shed blood of Christ as the the atonement for our sins his death on Calvary in our place we made a verbal commitment a verbal contract if you will with the Lord and said I am yours your ways are my ways I give up the right to do as I please and I embrace your will in my life. 
you are a follower of Christ. Search yourself continually and guard against sin. Think about it. Be blessed and be the blessing. Hallelujah.